Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Julie Nichols, asshole baby. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. The only reason you're still living is because I never kissed you. Cue the theme song. I'm just afraid that you're going to burn in hell for Shame on you, you macho shithead. You're too much trouble. Get some therapy. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Who gives a shit? That is one nutty hospital. All right. We have the 80s. Hi, 80s. How's it going? 1982. Comedy, I guess some romance. So we're talking rom-com. We have Mrs. Dustin Hoffman. I mean, Mr. Dustin Hoffman. Jessica Lange, Terry Gar, Dabney Coleman, Charles Dunning, and Gina Davis with a little bit of an appearance as well, mostly in a state of undress in 1982's Tortsy. Uh So what do you think? Uh, is this a uh, Mrs. Doubtfire before its time? Uh, we have the story of Mr. Mike Dorsey, who is an actor in New York. And he's hard to work with. He's kind of an asshole. He's kind of an asshole. He like walks out on plays and his agent's getting all pissed off at him. So he figures the best thing to do would be to dress up as a woman and show womankind that he can do many, many, many things better than them. Acting, dating, luring uh, older men. So uh, hijinks ensue from that, if you can imagine, uh, as he tries to make his way in New York acting as a woman. Bill Murray's in this too. Did I say that? I don't think I did. Bill Murray's uh, actually he, he, has a bigger role in this than I remembered him having. Uh, he has more scenes and more dialogue. Apparently, they wanted to leave him off of either promotions or, as I'm looking through it, maybe even like the titles because um, he was like popping with Caddyshack right around this time. So they didn't want people thinking this was a Bill Murray movie. Uh, so they might have held back a little bit on making it a Bill Murray thing. When Most of his build, shit seems improv. Am I wrong about that? I don't know. Uh, oh, it's Bill hard Murray's, to tell with him. Bill it's Murray's, so hard it's, to tell. It's yeah, Bill Murray's might be. I mean, I feel like the Dustin Hoffman uh, speech with his uh, with his agent is improv, but I don't think it is. I think it's in the script. I'll have to is look it right? up. I'll have to look it up. But I, I just because it just I just couldn't see anybody writing that. Like he says, I'm a juicy, sexy tomato nobody does vegetables like me <laughs> i did an evening of vegetables off broadway i was the best tomato and the best cucumber i knocked the critics on their ass like yeah, who he, wrote he, that they do set him up as a very passionate uh acting coach and he's i guess well, he's he has doing, a little side hustle going on doing that while he's trying to make it himself and yeah i, I think you'd be offended if you called him an, an acting coach he's an actor he's just doing that you know to help other actors yeah yeah he's um, apparently a well-respected actor like he's known and and respected for his craft and i feel like they didn't dive into him being an asshole enough because there's only one scene, that one where he walks off the play, where it's him being an asshole. The rest of the stuff is people just telling him he's not right for any reason. His manager yeah. covers that, though. His manager says no one in New York will work for him. And then, no, he says no one will yeah, work for him. Yeah, you've got all those vignettes in the beginning. You've got all those little things. So why tell me if you could show me during that? 
It's it's interesting that you say that because in the first couple where he's like running out as the kid, like he seems like he's doing what he's what he needs to, and he's trying to work with them, and they they just flat turn him down. And then every not, scene except for the one where he walks out. Yeah, but they that's the one they kind of play off of. So, but I'm trying to think like in other moments of his life that they show early on, he's he he does seem a little bit stubborn. No, am I wrong about that? I don't feel that at all. I watched it. I watched it for a second time today to be fresh. Hmm. And I didn't find that at all. It was I wonder, actually something that stuck out to me. I wonder though if if there those other, those people were saying no because of what his agent says. They're like Jesus. I don't okay, want to work with yeah, this guy. We'll let him audition. Well played. Yeah. Then just, all you're doing is showing me that he's working hard and going out to all these yeah, auditions. That's and right. Doing everything he can to be the person that they need him to be. Except for once when the guy says you need to be center stage when you're dying, and he's like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense," and walks off. To me, that plays more as frustration from all of the other stuff, right? Yeah. And just like maybe maybe this one isolated instance of bad attitude. Then you have me um, being told that by his manager. I mean, that could be done way better. It's not a, a, it's not a breaking point for the movie, but it's just something that I was like, why would you spend all this time making me think something else and then you just like exposition that in i would agree that that if they were gonna do the beginning with all of that they should have you're right they should have showed every audition should have been him being a pain in the ass like every every single one should have been his fault because otherwise it's just a missed opportunity to make to drive that home and do it a little bit more uh craftfully yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, you could still have the funny speech with his agent, but the audience would have been like, his agent is totally right. We saw him doing this and we agree with his agent, but instead we didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I, I mean, I'd have to watch it again. I, I don't, I like, I also didn't remember that they had that stuff in the beginning. I mean, I saw this movie so many times when I was younger. This movie was always on TV. Like this movie was on TV. Time. Yeah, all this is the my, time. Well, do you guys must have seen like it on TV and not watched it? Because I couldn't turn on the TV without this movie being on. Fucking all. I don't of the remember time. it being on TV either. Yeah, no, me neither. No, not really. I've never owned this movie on DVD. I've never owned this movie on VHS. I only have seen it on television. Hmm. And I and like I mean, it was over the years, but but it was just always on Turner Classic Movies it was always on like you know the late night movie on whatever fucking network it was like this movie was it just like was really popular life, man that stuff wasn't around when we were kids yeah not me anyway like yeah you guys didn't, have, didn't have movies great, at nighttime on we didn't television have, there was no turner classic movies when we were young no we had no great cable until there's still I, turner I, classic I movies it still exists do you know played late at night was either that fucking fuzz the test bars the sound pattern or whatever or <laughs> or porn well or iron chef i had the test pattern too or the fuzz but like that was at like 2 30 in the morning or something yeah, yeah. Because I, mean. I would always watch the late movie. Like I'd watch eight. I'd watch like Alien or whatever, and then after Alien, that would I would fall asleep and I'd wake up and that shit would be on. And I'd be like, follow huh? Alien with Tootsie, eh? No, no, wow. Uh, choice. No, the pat- test pattern would be on. Oh, I got you. I got I'd be you. like, what? What? And then it would be like, <laughs> no, there would be. It would actually be playing either the Canadian national anthem or the U.S. national anthem. It was weird. They like play it. At, they would play it at the end of every day. Anyway, it's funny, it, Johnny. It's funny what did sitting, you think of the opening then? 
I, I was trying to, I, I got what they were trying to tell me, but I think it's because the agent and explained it and they had to go on a long time in that scene and that very impassioned scene. I saw more of, um, Dustin Hoffman being standoffish in that scene than I had in the, in the scenes leading up to it. So that was, that was interesting. Um, and then like, I guess one of the just overall things I wanted to ask you guys are like, what are the themes kind of of this movie you would think that there'd be some opportunities for some really deep messaging but I still have a tough time figuring out really what the themes of this movie are except that it's like it's hard to be an actor in New York well he's a total misogynist in the beginning of the movie you see how he treats women at the party you see how he treats his friend yeah he's pretty unlikable he's a he's a total misogynist when it comes to women so in my mind that is the overall theme he, he just I treats he women. He just treats women like they're to fuck, and he doesn't want to be friends with them. He doesn't want. He doesn't want anything I mean, else. He's been but friends sex with what's from her them. name for six years with never fucking her. But he's yeah. not. He. I don't think he was really attracted to her. And then he had to fuck her. And and he's then making, he he's making moves. To me, that's just more indication. Not that he's a, like, not that he's a womanizer. It's just more examples of him failing. I always got the sense that he was a womanizer, even well, in the he, most recent time I watched it. But he's but every he, the whole time we see him get a chance to do that, he's unsuccessful. Yeah, yeah. it seems he's like not good at it. More is, he, he's I, a shitty misogynist. He, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, misogynist seems a little strong for me right now, but he does seem to be trying to play the field because the one girl he talks to, he says, "Not tonight, but I'll call you and we'll do something," which means like let's get together later. Then he tries to hook it up with that other girl, and she turns who ends him up down. leaving. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so then after she leaves with that other dude, he seems like, oh man, I'm such like down on my luck. And I'm like, I thought you were like you were playing as good a game as you could, I guess. Your party just went a little late and you took too long. Um, and he didn't seem to... Another thing like that, um, the, as confusing to me as maybe what the themes were or I don't know, are they really just as simple as, um, as him like having a, an arc from a misogynist type guy to having respect for women. I, I didn't really get that, but like his relationship with, with his student friend, what's her name? Uh, Sandy. Yeah. Like that's a really weird one for me too. He treated her like a piece of shit. He kind of, yeah, he does. Kind right? of. But, he but hundred percent does for no he does reason. treat her like shit. He's, but that's he what I'm saying to, is he, he decides he, to try on her dress really weird impulse and then he gets caught while she's taking a shower like in the next room gets caught and then he's like oh oh i have to fuck her and so then he bangs and she's like i don't want this to be a thing and he's like it doesn't have to be a thing but it is a thing because i love you and i'm going to take care of you blah 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 blah. i don't get why any of that happened no he that he that was stupidly falls into that trap yeah and, and I think then that's the, i think that's the only person that he treats like shit though the only woman that he treats like shit is sandy and he only starts treating her like shit after he bangs her yeah but he does try and line up like i said at the party he does try and line up he he tries to like put another girl on his side as a side piece so he can get another girl like yeah, he doesn't really girl, give a shit a dude but he doesn't really give a shit about that girl he just like puts her on the side as a backup so he can find that he wants he finds more attractive can nail her but then he loses both of them but so like that was his whole misogynist, you know? but bill bill murray and, and, but says to him, might be a strong word but like he's definitely doesn't treat women with respect this whole movie uh, until the closer to the end of the movie when he tells sandy he's in love with another woman and just admits it and her reaction is the best <laughs> she just screams she's just like ah! 
But you know how they say crazy women when you see crazy women that a lot of the times it's not them. It's the guy, their boyfriend or the guys they've dated who've made them crazy. That's the perfect example of what happens to Sandy. Yeah. Because she, she was totally not in great shape, but she wasn't crazy. No, she crazy. gets totally worked over and, and all for like a little a little weird thing. So like none of, none of what happens there. I do know that when after... Um, Dustin Hoffman tries to pick up those two girls at his party and it doesn't work out. Bill Murray, I forget his exact comment, but he's like, oh, there's the perfect woman. So like maybe there goes the one when she walks out. Right. So like maybe Hoffman is looking for something a little more serious. He's not just a total player, but, you know, he was also hedging his bets. And whether that's a douchey move at the same party or not is is more at the same party. He seemed he seemed to put the most of his time into that one girl, the girl that leaves. And then Bill Murray says that about to me, it was like he talks to a couple girls, but then he tries for that girl. Yeah. So to me, again, I was like, I was like, he. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. He, he could have just, just said like he wasn't guy. interested in the other girls. Instead, he tells him to give him his numbers and he'll call them later. He's just <laughs> yeah, collecting numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it didn't it didn't make him the most unlikable to me. Um, I don't think so, you're supposed to find him unlikable, though. I think you're just supposed well, to understand that he doesn't have a lot of respect for the opposite sex. Is all they're see, trying but I to don't establish. think that's I don't think that's what they're driving home. I think they're driving home his ineptitude at that like his his he's not winning at anything that's how he's I not felt. able to pick up women the one girl that he's really driving home at leaves with another guy which is why they like really drive that point home that she's she's leaving not the other ones who gives a fuck yep and like he can't get a role when he gets a role he does lose it but he didn't even seem like a huge dick to me there he just seemed like he had principles and like his he was he was a uh very serious actor so he couldn't see his character doing that so he wasn't going to do that right Mm. it's to me that's what the whole beginning of the movie is the girls and this acting stuff is showing me that he's down on his luck he's desperate right not that he's a womanizer or anything he's desperate he's He's desperate enough to dress as a woman to get a acting job i think they that then they did a then they did a bad job at that because the the director (laughs) and the director and the writer both talk about that that's what they were trying to do. I also think this was in the 80s. Like, yeah. John, what's the year? 82. So times have changed. What he's the director doing... and the writer talked about what were they trying to do? Oh, well, the writer talks about how they're trying to make him like not respect women. Because even at the end of the movie, he says to Sandy, I'm a better woman. I'm a, I was a better man as a woman than I was as a man yeah. because of you or whatever. I mean, it's in the fucking dialogue. They were trying to establish all of that and set it up. I... But based on what yeah. you guys are telling me in 2021, they just they didn't do a very good job. Like no, his be- behavior was tame based yeah. on the movies that have followed this movie for we've the asshole characters. For the 70s, we, man. We've seen like we've seen characters be super sleazy to pick it like smooth guys picking up women at parties like 10 at a time. But and think about Jeff Bridges in The Fisher King. Jeff Bridges like sh- that woman's letting him stay with her. He gets drunk and they get in an argument. And he says some of the most heinous shit to her. She says that something about how he, he used to like that about her. And he says, yeah, well, suicidal paranoics will do say anything to get laid. He says that to his girlfriend, like, who's letting him stay for free. He was a giant piece of shit. I mean, he makes fucking this character look like a choir boy. Yeah. Yeah. 
A choir <laughs> fucking boy. <laughs> you gave really the extreme end of the example I'm just of what, saying what that. the dickhead character could be. Yes. I'm just saying like, that. Hey, think about Woody Harrelson in uh, in somewhere. that Killers movie. It's, he uh, <laughs> treats his girlfriend actually really nice. So I'm just you know. saying that the, this movie came out like 20 years before some of the stuff we've seen where characters are unlikable, uh, Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. Is yeah, far more of a time prick. we came through. We came through the fifties, sixties, and seventies to get this movie in the eighty-two. We've seen way more women disrespect during those decades than we've seen. Well, since. those guys were hitting women. <laughs> That's not the. They same weren't just thing. hitting them. They were treating them like like animals. Like there was no reason for respect. Like I actually find I I don't think this is a victim of its time. I guess is my point. I think that this stuff that we're discussing that was and again like not a huge hiccup for me. But is a problem, um, and I don't it think is a that's problem, because yeah. of when it came out. Well, that was a yeah that that whole thing. Uh, so I'm not buying into um, any any like deep meaning in this in this movie. It just seemed like a bunch of stuff happened, and it was all there was some like stuff that just came off to me as way inappropriate in this. Like what? Um, well, um, so the other young actress on the show who wants to Jean be a Davis. daughter to to Dorothy. Um, their whole thing seems sexually charged up until she shuts it down. The way they were acting together and the, like the, the times they were sharing, I don't know, for whatever reason, it didn't seem like mother daughter. It seemed like she was like leading Dorothy on like, you mean the Jessica Lang character? Yeah. Yeah. The, oh. yeah, she was the young actress on the show. So, but no, he thought you were talking about Gina Davis who walks no. around her bra and panties. No, 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 no. Oh. Um, the main actress, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jessica Lange character. Yeah, sorry. You felt like she was clear. leading her on. Yeah, like they, they, the, the vibes she was putting out were like, I don't know, I guess I just don't see many movies where we focus on a, a motherly character and then a younger character wants to wants to bring the motherly character on, under her wing. It just, it's it's weird. So it just seemed like she was coming on. And and because I know Dustin Hoffman's a man and is sexually attracted to this woman, it made it even weirder that he was like putting out this puppy dog, I really like you eyes. And Jessica Lange character was like returning it tenfold. And so because then when they were staying at the farm and then there was like that tension going on in my mind anyway, and then the tension with the dad. And I was like, this is like awfully awkward. And <laughs> you think? <laughs> But like for for probably different reasons than were intended originally. I don't know. See, I, think, I didn't. I think it was intended. Did you? Okay. I didn't find the leading on stuff, but you have a you have driven home a point because that that cabin scene, Jessica Lang's cooking, and she puts her finger in the sauce and yeah. sucks it. Okay, right. Then she puts her finger in the sauce and gets. Uh, What's her name? Uh, Dorothy. Yeah. Dorothy to suck it. Same finger. And I was like, yes, yeah, same finger. Yeah. And I was like, that's like, a that's a move. That's innuendo, right? Yeah. So you're like, just looking at someone and putting your finger in their mouth. Of course. Yeah. Sexy so like. Of course, he would try to kiss her. Um, so once again, though, I think what they're trying to establish there, and I don't know if they're doing it well. I thought it was clear, but that she's attracted to him inside of Dorothy's clothing. She's just attracted to <laughs> his personality, who he is. She wants to, to, she's attracted to the person. I get it. And then yeah. she gets confused because she's a woman and she's not a lesbian. So she gets all, because there's one point where they, 
where he does make a move on her and she says she's not like hip enough to like go that way or she just can't do it or something. She so, definitely shuts it down. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're trying to establish that they were like star-crossed lovers and if he was only a man, she could be with him. But he is a man. That type shit. That's what I got yeah. anyway. No, of course that's what they're trying to do, I think. Yeah, so but why I, is it inappropriate that she's throwing it back at him if she's attracted to him? I don't understand. What? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think it was inappropriate. I think putting her finger in his mouth is inappropriate. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not inappropriate, but John was saying that he felt like it was weird that she was um, also Leading throwing him, it's leading just, him on. I got yeah. you, I got you, I got you. I, yeah, well, I mean, it, it just, if you're, if you have like a, you're drawn to another being because of their motherly or brotherly or friend qualities or whatever, there are ways to do that without being like, I definitely want to like stick my fingers in your older vagina. Um, and well, she if, didn't do that though. And <laughs> if I know, but like the well, way she the was acting in scene. my mind was that, that, um, Michael or Dorothy would have had to have thought that that was like. That had to have been the biggest shock for him is that she seems like she's really into Dorothy. Like, I might have to fuck this woman as a woman, and that's going to be super fucking awkward when she finds my dick. So that that's just, that's what seemed really weird to me for then Dor- for then uh, Jessica Lange character, I can't remember her name, to turn around at the end and like so firmly shut the whole thing down. Like, whoa, whoa, this was never a sex thing. And I'm like, well, then what was with the finger sucking? Because that's See, some I- confusion. I didn't actually find it that sexual all the way through. I did find that there was, um, I don't know, to me it just came off as like that that closeness, like you're saying, like maybe not mother-daughter, but that there was like a, a mentorship there, like this older um, kind of role model or some, something like that. Like she possessed a lot of the qualities that Jessica Lange wished she had in her. Yeah. And I found that Jessica Lang like admired her. And sometimes you're right. The line between admiring somebody and wanting to go down on them sometimes gets real close. Yeah. um, Because there's that same. I think there's a I think there's a line that gets really close there. Yeah. um, Emotionally. Yes. I I 100 percent agree with the way you're describing it. And for me, they cross that line to the point where. It th- things just went too far and people weren't upset enough or didn't realize that things had gone too far between that's just how I felt watching it and I picked up on this this attraction early on because I knew that Dorothy Michael is is interested in this lady and thinks she's the fucking tits so of course always with the puppy dog eyes and all that shit so I automatically sense the affection going one way and it's just almost instantly coming back like uh, the first time that 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 Dorothy and and f- what's her name if anyone can remember Jessica Julie. Lang's character Julie, Julie, Nichols. Julie, Julie thank Nichols. you thank you thank you um I just go on you know I start rambling um the first time they meet Julie is like helping her uh, pick some sheets up off the ground and it's just like intense like automatically I'm drawn to you and from there it just gets it gets heavier so that that came off as weird to me they they but there I is think, that scene where they're sitting there and and Jessica Lang is talking to her about like just like they're basically talking guys right and she's like I wish that there would be a guy that would just come up one time and just be like cut all the bullshit like yep. I dig you and I want to bang That's she's adding saying to that confusion. with a fuck trophy on her lap by the way you think yeah. that would be a deterrent but <laughs> um but I found that to be more like that's that was more neutral I think wasn't it. Kind of, I guess. I don't know. I'm assuming that's what 
girl hangouts are like. She gets upset though. I mean, she gets upset after it does come to a head and she realizes that she does have feelings for Dorothy that are unnatural to her. And yeah. she can't even talk to her at the end because she tries to, Dustin often goes to try and talk to her and she's like, I don't think we could be friends anymore and hang out anymore. Like, I feel like it does come to a head and they're what, it, people are upset, uh. right? She like basically breaks it off with him as a friend. Yeah. So I feel like that does happen, what you said. You said people weren't but upset, but I think people did Did you think upset. that was because Jessica Lange, or do you think that was because Dorothy made a move on Jessica Lange and that made her feel really uncomfortable? I think she was conflicted and, and she, she was couldn't like, deal with she it. She was like, I really like you, but this has crossed a line and I see that that can't. I think she she was kind of interested. Like I think she was kind of interested in it. And then when, when Dorothy put the move on her, she realized that she wasn't into it. I think she was she was entertaining the idea until it happened. Oh, interesting. That's how maybe. I. That's what I. That's my sense anyway. I mean, and then maybe, she and I'm, couldn't pull the trigger. It 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 struck me differently. It struck me as Jessica Lang was just open with this person and doing the type of intimacy that like people that get really close can be, without there being like that desire for sex or relationship beyond. I think and that's how it when, started, when Dorothy though. makes the move, that's why it's so immediate. Like, there's no, like, Jessica Lang doesn't, like, almost. Like, she's, like, does not no, want she, that. Yeah, she's like, uh-oh. So, to uh -oh. me, it was not so much the other thing as much as just, like John was saying, like, there's this intimacy developing. And maybe there's, like, obviously some subtext there between them that is, like, misunderstood. Um. She even yeah, says, though... You guys know what I'm saying. Julia, I, I, even I, I says, do, yeah. Julia even says, though, she wishes that she could be be able to do that. So she clearly thought about it and made a decision. And I think what you're talking about, Brent, is true in the beginning, that she was just comfortable and it was just like it wasn't anything sexual for her. But I think over time she started feeling Dustin Hoffman's... Uh, attraction and feeling that their chemistry and and so I think she started to realize that she's because she thinks Dorothy's a lesbian so I think she well, figured that, that out she does, yeah. but I think she figured that out before Dorothy tries to kiss her because she's okay. single she's not into her father and I think she put it together but but wasn't a hundred percent sure until he tried to kiss her and then she's like whoa this, I if can't she wasn't sure after this. the cabin she wasn't paying attention that's, yeah, yeah right. But it's denial, and though. That's just denial. I think she knew for the invite to the cabin because why? So then there was the, my whole confusion over. It seemed like she was trying to play hookup for her dad at yeah. the dad's request. It seemed to me, so she made a big deal of inviting her up to the cabin. Um, so if she knew that there was any kind of sexual tension between her and Dorothy, then it was really weird to do the invite and say, "Come hang out and try and get my dad to pick you up too." That'd be a whole Very lot good. of acknowledged weirdness. Haven't you guys also, know ever... what is the difference in age there? Because her yeah. dad is way older than her, and she's trying to hook Dorothy up with her dad, and Dorothy isn't made up to be an old woman. Dorothy no. is just Dustin Hoffman as a woman. Yes. So how, how fucking old does he look as a woman <laughs> that he's getting hooked <laughs> up true. with that dad, and then in but in real life is old enough for Jessica Lang? What is happening? here where the where the two crossed love interests are like yeah like she's right in the middle different she could go either way right and still not feel bad about it 
Jesus. It, that, that, that was all was very strange. Weird. That was very strange. Also very strange how Dustin Hoffman didn't shut shit down with the dad immediately or in a number of other situations. Um, he, he leads him on. Yeah, he leads him on. That's what I'm saying is he leads him on. He leads Sandy on. He is yep. kind of a fucking dick. He is and he's th- also fucking over his agent. Yep. Basically blackmailing him, lying to everybody he's working with. He lies. Yeah, he lies all the time. And then at the end <laughs> I don't of think the he's movie. He's a good guy. At the end of the movie. I think he's weak. At the end of the movie, he gets his chance to be with uh, Julie again. So, like, I'm like, what lessons were learned here? Did he grow as a person? He still seems like. He well, outed himself. That's true. That he did, but you're, I'm, that it doesn't necessarily mean it was earned. That yeah, was it, wa- earned. it wasn't out of the goodness of his heart that he that he turned himself in and, and gave up his thing. It's because he wanted out of the show. It was totally selfish, and he fucked everybody else that he's working with in that situation too. Um, he screwed over the lady that stuck out her neck to get her on the show, even though she seemed like sexually aroused every time Dorothy would go off on one of her rants. <laughs> Yeah, That's and true. like okay, so then like D- Dustin Hoffman, D- Dorothy as an actress would be insanely difficult to work with, and they should have had the discussion where she was causing the ratings to come up way sooner because like the second time she went off script, that that director would have been like, "You're fucking done." Yeah, they fired the violin guy for asking for a raise. Totally. We get the idea he's been on the show already. That totally. woman, so if though, she's like going off script as much as she is. There's yeah. no incentive for them to keep her. That's why they had that female executive producer who was like the head, though, because she like liked Dorothy, so she could protect her from the director and the other people. Yeah, it's true, and and uh, under certain circumstances, that would have played through better. Except that the director sees everything that Dorothy does that's like out of line. So there's like it's hard to shield her against that when she keeps on fucking up, unless she has that discussion way earlier in in Dorothy's career that she's having such a big effect on the ratings. Because I was like, it took them like a couple of outbursts on set before they ended up having that discussion. It was when they gave her the raise and asked her to come back. So that's like more than halfway through the movie. That's closer to the end. So I don't know. That stood out for me as well. Like Michael's difficultness to work with. But what what did you guys think of him as a, do you guys think he was, do you, do you believe him as a woman being able to pull this off and the makeup and the wardrobe that he's in and all of that? Or do you feel like that's silly? I'm willing to accept it. Like, yeah, I buy it. I, di- I didn't think about it too much because I knew I would be able to probably pull it apart. I, I di- can tell you that I preferred how Mrs. Doubtfire did the initial transformation, whereas this movie just pops to him as Tootsie. And only later through a couple of other clips do we get to see him like starting his own makeup process. But like that he would be that like other interesting things would be like how much he enjoyed dressing as a woman. And um, well, that's why he I, tries I, on Sandy's dress. Yeah, I know. So that he's that's trying to like, look like stuff that will like make him look nice. I, I like that stuff because because that to me that was funny because uh, he was always asking his roommate Bill Murray like what he you know what he thought of this dress or his yeah. hair and stuff like that. Like he actually wanted to like be a good he wanted to look like a good woman. He wanted to look attractive and he cared about that. And he talks about <laughs> see the other things he talks about as per themes is he talks about the way men treat him and stuff like that. A little so bit. he's he's getting to see that side of it, and he treated women like that. Yeah. So yeah. he's starting to realize like that 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 that's pretty shitty thing to do to a woman. I got I got when they were doing a lot of that. Um, I just I felt like they didn't take enough of a stance. Like I I don't know. <sighs> like maybe grab assing was 
not really acceptable, but like it's kind of like that. Oh, yeah, grab an ass kind of thing back in didn't the eighties. Somebody right? didn't somebody grab him though? Wasn't it the doctor? It just there's a lot him? of a, there's like a bunch of scenes where people are just grabbing and kissing people in this. <laughs> that whole like James <laughs> Bond, true. like if she says no, you just grab her in and kiss her harder, and then she'll just That's submit. The guy, it's the guy from Naked Gun does that. Yeah, it is. It's true. It's true. The Naked um, Gun guy spray. Yeah, the, co- the commissar, not n- naked yeah. gun, police academy. Police academy, police academy yeah, sorry. police academy. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> he was a father on Jesus. some weird TV show with, like, was he Webster's dad, maybe, or something like that? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. What you talking? But, yeah. About? <laughs> no, that's that's Willis. I can't yeah. remember what that show's <laughs> called. That's different strokes. No, I doesn't think. he say what you talking about, Willis? Yeah. See, it's, oh yeah. <laughs> it's Webster that says it. Yeah, that is what. No, true. no, it's not Webster. It's Gary it Coldman. Gary Coldman says what you're talking about, and I don't know what his name, his character's name was. Webster was the weird, like um, I, I shouldn't say weird. He was the <laughs> small person. He was the little person. You know, the black little person. But and, not like uh, the sausage finger type. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't think Web Webster did. No. No, um, I think he did say that. <laughs> That's actually that is true. So there was Gary Coleman and there was Webster, which I don't know what that guy's name was. So there was two little people, black people in the eighties that had TV shows. That's Gary Coleman oh. and Dabney Coleman related, separated at birth. Maybe. Uh, tune in next episode for the answer to that. I don't know. We'll find that out. <laughs> I have to look up who the fuck Gary Coleman is because I think he's Webster. Uh oh, losing the connection. Looks like uh, no, his name wasn't Webster, right? No, the name of the character was Webster, and it was a different show. Uh, a white man adopts. Yeah, that's what? so funny. So in both yeah. cases, a white person on both shows, Different Strokes and Webster, a white older man adopts black children. His name's Emmanuel it, Lewis. That's Webster, ah, yeah. Emmanuel. But anyways, but isn't that funny that, that that's what the 80s were about, was white people adopting little people that are black? <laughs> that's fucking weird that there's two shows about that. That shit's messed up. You um, can get away with that today. No, you probably can't. <laughs> you probably cannot. Um, yeah, so I guess overall, what we were what were we talking about? Even we were saying um, the sexual harassment was a problem. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If, I guess they did address it in in certain in certain she, ways. She talks about he talks about it in dialogue. It's more yeah, it's more the actress in her dialogue getting it across, but like in the real world, I guess she does blow up at Dabney Coleman once or twice, which no one else will do, but Yeah, she hits doesn't she also like hit someone with her purse? Uh, I think that was for a cab. Yeah, she like throws somebody out of the way of for a cab and like beats them with her purse to get it or something. Oh, that's They try and steal dude, her yeah. cab, but a guy yeah. tries to steal it. Yeah, she tosses him out. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I guess um, if you were up close to her on the street, you might... I don't know if the amount of makeup would, like, stand out so you could tell if it was Dustin Hoffman for real or not. Like, being on TV, no one would know for sure, and being shot for the magazine in that crazy photo shoot that Dorothy does. That song like, is terrible. No I will one would say know. that. Yeah. But the Tootsie, the Tootsie song is, yeah, the music actually, that that shit's bad too. I think the music's just overall bad in this. So like, is oh, it yeah. is it not? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess he's struggling as an actor. He He has to become a woman to do it. But then is he just like... Is he just being better than women in, in every way? Is like that one of the lessons to learn here that 
Yeah. He can and do at it. the end I felt I felt weird about it actually. Because yeah, like you're saying, you're you're hunting for a theme and then at the end of the movie you realize that like the biggest woman because when he takes off his clothes and he's a man, I feel bad for every woman in that universe at that point that was tuned into his show for that reason because all of a sudden you're like you're like, yes, a role model. Yes, a woman that's strong and standing up to everybody and blah, blah. Oh, it's a man. Yeah. Yeah. All like, their female empowerment. How deflating, man. All, yeah. all their female empowerment was coming from a male. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. true. And that's that, a good, you know what? That's a val- very valid point that I, I actually never really thought about. In yeah. The, but that is, would be, you can't really argue that. No, you, you can't. That's a victim of the time, that is. Like, no, definitely. Oh, 100%. I think it might have just seemed so weird, the story here. Like, it seemed so unique and weird at the time, maybe. Like, oh, he's a woman and he's an actress, and maybe they didn't think about it that much. But it's hard to deny that that's that's the end of this movie left me with a weird taste in my mouth. Because Hoffman, like, overcomes and, and gets the, like, he's going to have an hour relationship with this woman based on, I don't know what, man. Like, all the creepiness I, and the lies, that that's hard to do. I that, do like hard. that they don't say 100 percent that that happens they indicate that that they they're you know she forgives him in some way but they don't you don't know if they're gonna live happily ever after it's true i think they pretty much tell you don't they They, he goes to talk to her dad he okays everything with him yeah then he goes to her he's waiting for i want you and they just walk down the street though you don't see them get married she says can i borrow that yellow dress like that's that right there is confirmation yeah. yeah, that's that's the contract signing. Like you don't need to fucking hit us over the head it's, with it because you've told us there. It's heavily leaning in that direction. I yeah, think. it is yeah. leaning in that direction. It's a happy ending, like absolutely. So I guess well, a happy I, ending if you like him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I feel like that was totally not earned. I I think, I think he, he yeah, it, it it ended up really weird for me because the setup didn't work in the way that I thought it would. It seemed like down on his luck guy. Um, having some bad luck with the ladies, really desperate, dresses as a woman to go get a part and nails it because he's but just I he's like better acting, I, better actor than all women. What I love about the writing, though, is that he has that argument with his uh, manager or his agent, and then he's like, "No, you'll never get work." And he's like, "Oh yeah," and he's like, "No, you're never going to get work." Okay, and then it cuts to him just as a woman. Because you skip over all the bullshit. You skip over him yeah, getting the idea. Is what we miss. Yeah, yeah, you skip over him getting the Like all that stuff with Robin Williams where where he gets the idea and then he has to get the makeup. All that shit drags. I don't like, know. I, I bet don't. you that would really drag that movie down now. It'd be kind of fun because they have the guy who talks like this. Well, yeah, Firestein. Firestein great. or whatever his name like is. look like my mother. Yeah, yeah they got that's that guy. true. I it never c- thought It could about be that. funny. But see, in this one, they they just do it in later scenes mixed up. Put him putting on makeup, putting on the glue for his face or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I, I kind of felt like I would have liked that more up front just to... There, there would just be some details and logistics. I'd be like, how would he know to do that? Where do you get all the gear for this and like a, so and, and turn it around I can so allow quickly. it because he's an actor he's true, a seasoned true actor that. so he would have true. been around makeup all the time yeah no absolutely correct I also love the scene where she embarrasses him by talking about how much makeup he wears <laughs> and I get the sense that 
he's not just worried about her catching him as a man, but he's also embarrassed that he has to wear so much makeup to look like a woman. I get mm-hmm. a sadness sense in that scene, which I, I always thought was kind of interesting. Well, that also reminds me of a scene where him and uh, or her, Dorothy and Julie kiss and Julie tells her that she could feel his mustache. So put some more concealer on. So there's another inappropriate yeah. thing to back up my former discussion point around weird <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely some motivation issues with some of the characters and why they're acting the way they are. This yeah. is a this is a victim of a script where characters do things for no real reason other than it benefits the story. But yeah. like you don't set it up and so they're they're kind of not being true to who they are. It doesn't just doesn't make sense sometimes. Um her father like yeah, like exa- the point exactly is you saying that why did she think her like 80 year old father and Dorothy were a good match. That makes no fucking sense. The only reason (laughs) she does it is because it's conflict. That's the only reason it causes great conflict for the story. Maybe it's what her father wanted, which is even still, I I couldn't figure it in my head. Why, why Julie would do that. Um, Yeah. Why doesn't she hook her father up with Gina Davis then? I mean, I'm sure sure. her father would want that too. Yeah. No, that makes no true. (laughs) So think about this, though. Who wins in this movie? Uh, Jeff wins because he gets the money for his play, right? Yep. Um, Dustin Hoffman wins because he gets the money for Jeff's play and he becomes a successful actor, right? Kind of, yes. Kind of, yes. Julie Nichols (laughs) does not really win because she's lied to a bunch and then at the end, even though she comes to terms with it and says, okay, or whatever... I feel like she's been pretty manipulated and that's going to have some some lasting. But is she a better woman because Dustin Hoffman was such a good woman? (laughs) No, Um, she's not because he turned out to be a man. But she dumped her boyfriend. She would have have to question everything. It's good. She she got out of that relationship. Her boyfriend boyfriend was making it with Gina Davis. I know. But but she dumped her boyfriend because of because of the influence of his character. He did. Like whether yeah, whether it's she knew makes he was a piece of shit. She talks about it earlier. But she wanted to keep staying with him, and Dorothy told her to dump him. She would have stayed. She probably still been with him if it wasn't for Dorothy. Yeah, don't be with him. He lies to you. Not like <laughs> I mean, I'm it would have. I think we all know it would have. <laughs> I'm ended not saying eventually. he's not a hypocrite. I'm just saying he made I'm her. Just saying, like, think about Sandy. Sandy gets fucking straight up abused. Yeah, yeah I, had, 100%. I actually had a tough time with it. The second time watching this. Because she never does anything to deserve no, anything. I, I had a Nothing. tough time. She doesn't the first. ask for his dick. She doesn't fucking uh, lure him into bed. She never misleads him. She even gives him a fucking get out of jail free card. Yeah. And he doesn't take it. And then he continues to just like completely lie and abuse manipulate. It, that's really yeah. so hard is, to watch. So he is a piece of shit. Yeah. I think he, he is, is a piece of shit, but he's not a piece of shit in the beginning when they try to use that to, to leapfrog into the movie. Well, he gets yeah. to, he becomes shittier as he goes. It it does. I yeah, mean, the minute he, he does, the minute he tries to try her dress on in the next room, it like all semblance of of whatever for this character um, respect is gone. He could he could have come up with so many things like I wanted to bang you and I'm naked, but now I realize that was a mistake. I'm sorry because she is like, you want to fuck, and he's like, I absolutely do. That's what was happening here. I mean, for God's sake, what would be wrong with her? It, it, is that some, what you would do, Jonathan? I I don't know. This is just just Terry Gar is kind of attractive. I think I think John bangs Terry Gar if she she's like oh I think he does. 
I guess. I mean, nineteen eighty-two. Terry Garth. Even if I had gone through, let's say, let's say that I would have been like, oh, this is what I'm trying to do, and she's like, all right, and I'd be like, oh, all right, I hadn't considered, but let's do this, and then immediately say that was a mistake, or like, let's tone this down, let's nip this in the bud early. Not like yes, one hundred percent. Not like listen to the out. Like really, up until they were, it was shitty that he kind of banged her. But everything after that is just lying worse, after lying. Way worse. Oh and yeah. And there's there's way no worse. indication of like why he feels so strongly about like making these appointments and dates and dinners with her. I wish she had got the role on the show or something as like icing on the cake for her because she deserved something good. And all that's she true. got was a shit sandwich. This whole fucking movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She didn't get anything good. And also, uh, he uh, not only does he screw her over and stuff, but I think that's what they're trying to do when he finally admits it, because because he's just a he's just a selfish person. He yeah. strings her along because it's convenient for him. He fucks her over because it's better for him because he doesn't want to keep his identity. He fucks over the girl and her father because it's good for him to keep his job. Yep. He's also interested in the Jessica Lang character, so. Yeah selfish again yeah. that he spends so much time with her and her daughter like goes, gets her to dump her town? boyfriend yeah it, it's weird he could have shut so much of that personal shit down and yeah one of the best pieces of dialogues from jessica lang too when she says now who am i gonna have dinner with that's like was to me was one of the best like one-liners that showed her how she felt about why she was with that guy she just wanted, she just was lonely and she was just, he was, kept her company, took her for dinner. Yeah. And she he wasn't like, nice to her. She, <laughs> like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. She was pretty clear about knowing he was a piece of shit and still not being able to part. Like, so I thought they did a fine job uh, developing her character enough that I, I cared a little bit about what happened. And I certainly felt like shit that, that she was going to be hurt when Dustin Hoffman's like truth came out. But um, do you guys think that all of those women, including Julie, um, and all the women who watched the show and were on the show went back to being less empowered when he took off his clothing. Like Julie went back to she's going to date the next director who treats yeah. her like shit. I bet Very possibly. 80% turned against Michael immediately and forgot anything that he ever taught them. They instantly were like that guy. That, well, he's I a never fucking liked dude, that character. so like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I never liked that character. And like, oh, I and mean, then, today then, he'd be canceled. Yeah, it's the whole. Oh, being he would, told, he'd get canceled for yeah. sure. It's the whole. He wouldn't get jobs. He wouldn't. People wouldn't be like, "I want to hire him." People would be like, "He fucked everybody over. He's <laughs> he's fucking done in this industry." Yeah, yeah. That that's. I mean, who you can't work with dishonest people like that. And what like he didn't prove a point that was like, "Aha!" Like men can do whatever women can do. No, that wasn't <laughs> what it was. It was so much like this is how you should except be for acting. Having babies, except for having babies. Yeah, this is how you should that, act and talk. What's wrong with all of you? He shames other women when he's in Dorothy's thing. He shames like the casting director or the um, the the whoever's doing the scripts. So probably an AD or someone like that on the set. He's like, "Shame on you for writing this dialogue. That is horse horseshit. And I should play it like this and not like this, like you wrote it." It's that's it's crazy. true. Yeah, and sh- he says, "Shame on you." So I don't know. Like it. it that kind of thing, like that woman probably felt the deep impact when he said, shame on you for doing this. And she was like, oh my God, I better rethink my life choices. That was a man. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It kind yeah, of derails actually, a lot It doesn't of make him wrong, but it legitimizes his point. Yes. It yeah. does. But he was right about everything he was doing. He was just, he was doing it. Maybe he some was women c- like being called toots. 
he was he was cor- he was correct though in what he was doing. It's just sad that the moral of the story is a man had to come in and save all the women. Yeah. But that's, that's the thing. The Once sadness. he starts getting fan letters and stuff like that, like it really kills that stuff because you see the outpouring of like of women respect. Yeah. Right. It's just it's it's it sucks that the strong female character in this movie, the <laughs> one strong female character, I guess I guess uh, Jessica Lange's strong enough. Um, oh, that's he's a fuck. fucking dude. Not that's really. Awesome. Not really. For most of the movie, she's just a doormat like dating the director that's like cheating on her so like she does have the arc i know but she still is like different to me she's she's like given into her own weakness right and it takes dorothy to kind of snap her out of it so she does have a nice arc i'll give her that she's got the best arc of anyone in this movie she probably has yeah she probably has the best arc well i mean well he does have have a nice arc the weird middle motherfucking stuff but whatever like uh, overall she goes from like you know, they try and save it. They try and save it with him by him saying he just wanted to work. He didn't do it for these reasons. Yeah, this wasn't his intent. It all happened, but he just wanted a job. But that's, he left. I mean, yeah, he left. I don't think that he's doing it on purpose to like mislead the like he's he's purposely misleading people. But I think like the part where he becomes a role model and then kind of usurps all the good that he's done by his fucking lie. Um, I don't think that stuff was intentional and I don't think that he should be like shamed for that. I don't know. That, See, right? he, he had the attraction and so that's why he, he put in the time with, with Julie and some of the other characters. They had the, um, like the, the, the support thing going on, the mentorship. They set that up as their basis for the relationship. Um, and then Dustin Hoffman rode that and he never fulfilled the role of mentor mentee. He always had the attraction. So it, it it just makes him a piece of shit. <laughs> he yeah. pushes the envelope too far, like all the time, and he, he, he pursues gets, her as Dorothy yes, in a way in that it. is inappropriate, and and puts his job at risk and his plan at risk just because he's obsessed with her. And I mean, people will say it's because he was in love with her and she was the one or whatever, but it still seems selfish. Yeah. See. Yeah, he, but not, he, it doesn't seem selfish. It's just selfish. Yeah, it's, it, it it's, is. It, His it's intentions weird. were selfish, but it's I guess weird. everyone's intentions are selfish. I mean, the father's being selfish, like trying to date date her friend, wants her friend, and he's aggressive too. He is. Yeah, he is. And uh, and Jeff selfish. Jeff Jeff wants the money for his play, so he fucking helps. Because he, he's getting what he wants. Yeah, that's true. I mean, people are selfish. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? There, there's the, no there's no doubt. People are looking for stuff. I guess I guess that Michael's character seems the most the most selfish. Because he's hurting everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, he does. So what do you guys think of the big reveal? <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's super convenient. Did you like? Do you like how he, they, they did that with the live and all that bullshit? I think it's how it has to go down. That's the only yeah, way, it right? Does. It's super convenient. They mentioned it like not long before that. Oh, there's always the chance we'll have to go live for these reasons, and then lo and, and behold, at this moment time. when it's needed, we have to go live. 
the only way that he could possibly, you know, do this. So I do like the reactions from people, and I like Bill Murray's reaction where he's like, "That is one kooky hospital," or whatever he <laughs> says. I can't remember. Yeah, that's that's good. Like the, the way the scene goes down is 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 fine. Poor Julia. Julie walks off all all upset. Everyone else just kind of shits their pants or laughs or does whatever. Uh, that's that's fine. It's such a weird, weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> weird those poor people i can only imagine like the shock of of having like a co-worker who's it's not like it was like a mistake and just they hadn't come out yet or showed up one day like as a you know uh, in transition or something like that and now we must accept this new person it would have been so out of left field for them oh yeah is every single person in that room replayed every conversation they ever had with her to see if that was like embarrassing or out of place to have that conversation with a guy right yeah yeah i mean oh 100 there was thankfully no like blatant homophobia attached to it um so i, I don't think there a was little with the father the father said yeah you're lucky i didn't kill you if you had kissed me which is pretty homophobic i suppose um well I but mean, they but they didn't they didn't even tr- really get into the whole like cross-dressing versus gay um, like that really didn't seem to factor into much of it. No one seemed to question Dustin Hoffman's sexuality. Ex- I mean, except I assuming he was a lesbian, but I no one I, really I said gay or not gay. I think it's okay if if uh, somebody dressed up, if a guy dressed up like a woman and uh, and told me they were a woman and they kissed me and then they took off their wig and they're like, oh, I was just kidding, I'm not a woman. I think it's okay for me to punch them. I don't think that's necessarily homophobic. I think that person fucked Let me, me over. Let me tell you why that's homophobic. And I get to, and I get to hit them. <laughs> Because you I, think that a kiss is worth violence, but they just because me. they were the same sex as you. If if the same person if the same person tricked me in a different way that wasn't them dressing up and tricking me, but if they like tricked me on intentionally and then like did something to me to trick me, then I feel like they they warranted like a you know a kick or a punch. You're or saying whatever. that their gender assignment is the th- is the difference between violence. No, and I'm not. saying if they lied you, to me because you. But they didn't lie to you about who they were. You liked who they were and kissed them. Where it goes no, so the Dustin Hoffman the lied. Got, no, Dustin Hoffman one hundred percent lied to him. I'm saying if someone did what Dustin Hoffman did, I feel like that person should be mad, and that's not homophobic. Let's say Dustin Hoffman fucked over his daughter, lied to him, and and like engaged. We're not talking in about those other was. things. We're talking only about. No, I'm talking about Dustin. Misleading. I'm talking about the father in this movie deserves to be yes. angry at Dustin Hoffman. But we're not talking about his daughter thing. That's not I am what talking the scenario to, is. Well, I'm talking about the whole no, no. thing. But we're talking about the homophobia. <laughs> I'm just saying that I don't so think... So if you want to talk about the other stuff, but we're talking about the homophobia. And if it's homophobic for him to say that. If you trick someone who's heterosexual... Because it's not about the daughter. Into the thinking only thing that he you're, says is, uh, if you kissed me, this would be a way different thing right yeah. now. Yeah. But if you trick... So the kiss you, is the thing. If you tricked uh, someone who's homosexual or heterosexual into thinking you're the sex that they like, then that's not cool. <laughs> but well, let's, no, let's just if you're a lesbian and you dress up like a woman, but they're not deserving of violence. Yes, let's just say they're not deserving of violence. Let's say a sharp reprimand would be in order, and whatever form yeah. the sharp reprimands take, okay, hey, violence would be appropriate in the scene. Move. Violence is okay, never the answer. Okay, that's fine. I, when I was saying punch them, I, I guess I was joking, but I didn't mean like you, they deserve violence. But you shouldn't be tricking anybody. That's not cool. Yeah, politically no, correct. You should be very straightforward. Yeah, so his father should have been angry. 
And his father wasn't homophobic because he's angry. His father was angry because he got fucked over. He's also old and homophobic. homophobic. I'm not saying he's yeah. not homophobic. <laughs> he was definitely is. some homophobic in there. Yeah, but most of, uh, like uh, in a lot in the other scenes, I guess we don't have too much time. Once Dustin Hoffman does the reveal to see if there's a lot of other feelings of of yeah homophobia or whatever put towards him. But I don't know. I don't think even Bill Murray uh, Jeff doesn't like question his sexuality right he just kind of accepts it that he this makes is one thing line during the movie where i think he says we're we crossed a weird line here yeah yeah that's fair enough we don't we don't know what's on either side of that line cool and not cool dressed and not dressed there's <laughs> many things it could be they're actors i get the impression they're probably totally okay with gayness probably they're probably around it a lot in the theater yeah in the other. 80s even still yeah they'd be fun mm-hmm. yeah 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 and I like that they didn't address it like that in this movie. I thought that was actually really progressive, that there was yeah. a lot of cheap shots that you could make there, and they just they didn't go for it at all. Yeah. That's true, actually. You know what? That is interesting. Yeah, they should get kudos for that, because this was once again in 82. Like, yeah. like, we've seen movies with nothing like this at all, where people use the F word and make homosexual slurs and stuff and, and like, like a decade or more newer too that they're doing that so i feel yeah. like brent just made my point better than i did over the past like 10 minute conversation <laughs> i did i think so yeah I think did so. i take hold of your point no did you, I no i just all i wanted to say did from before was that point? this movie like didn't didn't get into that and i was that was surprising and and refreshing to see because there's probably I think so too yeah big, wide open there's opportunities that. to do that they didn't play off between like what he is or isn't and, and what is okay and not okay and what people hate and donate. They they got by that all pretty slickly. I, I was watching a stand of result me. I was watching a stand of comedian <laughs> talking about uh, the uh, what's that movie, the one where they're in the hangover and he was saying the hangover is not that old. And they use that word word a ton in that movie. And not only do they use that word a ton in that movie, but the, where he pulls up, where he's talking to his wife and those guys pull up outside and they're saying paging doctor, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he said that was in the trailer. Oh, wow. So they were really? advertising. Yeah. He's like, that's how fucked up that was. Crazy. <laughs> and I think it's, uh, what's his name saying it? Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure think it, it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. And that's like two th- that, that movie came out in the 2000s. Yeah. We have a review of that episode. Check out our library. And that's fucked up. <laughs> Over 140 episodes. Go check it out. The Hangover. Um, anybody else got anything interesting, refreshing to say? We're going to call it? I think we probably call it. I did want to talk about that, that party scene. Bill Murray is so hilarious in that scene where he's like, I don't want a theater full of the theater packed full of people. I want 90 people soaked with rain that have been out there. You know why? Cause they're living at that moment and I want them only while they're wet. Then like, it's just like so pretentiously, it's the type of shit that you hear when you're younger around like people talking all about their thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They've all got this angle on their thing. And, uh, I just found that party to be super funny because every time they cut to him, he's like waxing poetic, some fucking pretentious bullshit about <laughs> his, uh, his angle, you know? I fucking love that a lot. Uh, the other party scene where he meets her and says her exact lines verbatim to her. Yeah. Word for word. First of all, I don't know if I like, I don't think I like that. Because it feels what was like that? it would give away. 
Yeah, not only would it give it away, but secondly, what is that scene about? So that scene is saying, what is that scene trying to say? That she is doesn't that know what she, she wants. She doesn't know what she wants. But is that is that the whole Well, yeah, premise she, of that we have scene? to confirm that so that he can tell her what she wants later. Oh, yeah. right. Like, Very like good, a John. good man. Yeah, that's right. She don't figure yeah. it out until until he lets her figure it out. So she's full of shit until yeah, exactly. until he comes in her life and then he fixes her. That's right. Absolutely, because yeah. that's what he does. He he knows what to do, what to say, I mean, how to act. I guess shit. I mean, I guess and men and women Sandy fix like shit because he needs to feed off of someone to give that positivity to someone, to someone else. else. I guess I guess people fix each other in movies all the time, and like people, like does does Bill Murray's character get saved by uh, by the the female character in Groundhog Day? I guess. Mm. What. She's the one who Maybe. saves him. I guess. Yeah. I mean that 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 happens a lot in movies, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. So Just I, not it, usually in such a yeah. drab way. A male, yeah. a male yeah. dominating like could, over a he woman. He could help her in a bunch of other ways. Like if he'd just been like, a mentor, a mother figure, and gave like great advice, but never ever even came close to giving up a hint of like I want to bang you eyes. So that they always could have maintained a respectful distance and he could have coached her into what he wanted, what men want, uh, whatever bullshit or how women should act. And at least then it wouldn't have come off so weird. Uh, it's all Is it the, creepy? Is it creepy? I, maybe that's the wrong word. Like, I don't want to come off and say like it's wrong. If a relationship like that developed and happened like that in real life and the dad was involved, fine people in relationships i'm not a judge of any of that shit it just seemed it seemed <laughs> so weird like if to you me want to bang a girl and her father that's I, I cool guess, like, john it, doesn't want to fucking say that that's bad for the people out there who fuck a girl and their father you gotta we you don't gotta kink you're okay no, this show. we don't you're like, okay ahead. too that's you're on your okay bucket too. list give her right go if you can find that that's crazy but the internet's great for all that kind of shit you can find whatever you want right probably on the dark web, yeah a little bit of dark you can find a middle-aged woman and her super old father and you could fuck them and we're not judging <laughs> daddy daughter dating.com what was weird for me is that i couldn't i couldn't tell what the motives were behind the way anybody was acting in the way their relationship developed it looked sexy and finger sucking and kissing and cross-dressing and dads and i was just like what the fuck and no lessons learned so i don't know i guess i'm calling it it was kind of a miss uh i yeah kind of a big miss i don't think i just didn't get it if it had been set up maybe a little bit differently and better maybe it would have landed differently for me at the end but i don't think so because they would have had to make dustin hoffman's character way less of a I'll just, whatever happens, happens. Let the chips fall where they may. Oh, you want to go have a drink, old man? Let's go. This couldn't possibly end up poorly. And yeah. even if they try and say, like, he had too much to drink at the barn scene when he was staying up late, I was like, as soon as Jessica Lane got up and said, I'm going to bed, you go like, night, I'm going too. Yeah, Sleep. you run. You run for that bedroom. You do. But he stays, right? And and in other situations, yeah, too, where he, like, lets that other older actor get, like, way too close without drawing a line, right? And you're just supposed to accept that the old guy is allowed to do a little pet ass from time to time. And we got to live with that because he's a legend of the business. Yeah, it, it didn't work for me at all. Um, I thought there was a, a big miss. You could have handled some interesting themes. If you wanted more comedy, you could have done some hilarious shit with the soap opera. Um, I think there's a funnier comedy in here about someone who 
dresses as a woman and gets a part in a soap opera and then ends up playing such such a ridiculous character that everyone falls in love and not just a stand up for women's rights man telling us <laughs> women how they should be living their lives but like it could have been really funny like over the top like me laughing my ass off for each take and then it would have been like okay like way more comedy in that regard would have been better because this was a lot of drama and very very little comedy for me doesn't hold up yeah even though I've never seen it before. <laughs> Maybe it was good at the time, but it's certainly not now. Well, well, not yeah. Me. If not it doesn't me. hold up, it doesn't hold up. Yeah. Colin, you or me? Paper, rock, scissors? Scissors. Oh, he's got a rocket fist. Look, he's got a fist, so he goes first. Right, oh, you want to do it? Like, can we do it on this? Let's do it. We could do it. Oh, yeah, we're Let's on camera. It. Let's see what it is. One, two, three, shoot. We got scissors and scissors. Oh, fuck, of course. One, two, three, shoot it. Uh, ah, okay, Colin wins again. It was after the big delay, but I'll <laughs> give it to you. Go. Uh, you know what? It the reason why I think this movie is a victim of its time is because I think in 1982 this was progressive. Mm. <laughs> I I think people thought this was a progressive movie in 1982. I wonder. And in 2021, it is the opposite of progressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a man. Coming in and saving women. As a so woman. So just, just for that alone, I mean, and, and, and I actually do like his character. So, and I think some of the writing is good. Um, like, uh, I love all the scenes between him and his agent. I love the, even the restaurant Sydney scene. Sidney Pollock's great in this. Yeah, directing. Yeah, and I love the restaurant scene, how he, uh, I love that restaurant scene because Sidney Pollock finds out that he is who he is before those people come over so he knows and then he's grabbing him and touching him and stuff Cindy Pollock's pissed yeah and that's Fucking more, that's more that. his character being a total dick yes you know that role is written for Dabney Coleman right really what yeah and that role was written for Dabney Coleman and uh no Hoffman way. convinced Pollock that 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 he should play that direct oh, yeah, and play that role that. yeah Sidney Pollock's awesome yeah. I love him and yeah I think everything we said, like I still enjoyed watching this movie. I still laughed and I still I still liked a lot of different scenes and characters. As much as I hate to admit it, um, the stuff he did to Sandy and stuff, I felt was terrible. Yeah. But at times I still laughed at like some of that stuff. And uh, like, I'm, I'm not proud of it or anything, but yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it doesn't, once again, it just, it's, it's, uh, I think this is a huge victim of its time because like, I feel like this is what people thought was progressive back in the day. And, uh, it is not progressive at all. It is, it is the exact, exact, like if I was a woman, I would be very upset <laughs> at this movie. Yeah. It's not like he has the confidence to dress as a woman and that's somehow empowering. It's straight up. I can do it better than you. I, I, yeah, he. I don't think that's why we started it, though. Like, I think to me, that's not he what didn't he was start doing. that way. No, I for guess, sure. Are they saying, though, can you have an argument, though, for this that says that women didn't have the power to be able to stand up for themselves because the way society treated them their whole lives? And since he was never treated that way, that he could have that kind of confidence because he was a man. And he wasn't being held down by the, you know, the thumb of the patriarch. That's exactly the problem with it, isn't it? I guess. But it, it's, it doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> like, it doesn't hold up to me. It's an interesting question that you're asking, if I, if I understand it. 
is you know what I'm saying? Like, like our, we're, someone's got to break the chains, right? And maybe he wasn't lording it over the women that he was better than. He just had the mindset that as a woman in his mind at that moment, he didn't have the the life years of the being treated like experience shit. of being yeah and and you and know seeing maybe one or two less. people speak up and get punished for it as as probably is very apt to happen in in that environment so i guess i and maybe it was innocent to start but it i don't know it's definitely a sign of the times like if you were going to make that movie today the way i just described it it would have to have so many different tonal issues or tonal uh different tones it would have to have different tones and different themes like i think the counterpoint to this is women are still marginalized they're still paid less than men they're still uh, abused like look at the me too movement was only a couple of years ago and we found out men were still doing all of these things to women like disgusting things to women and this is only a few years ago and men are still pieces of shit like a lot of men are human garbage so it's of I don't course, know. Yeah. It's just it's, it, yeah. There's there they still men still at times treat treat women as inferior. So yeah, the thing you guys are talking about in as it pertains to Dustin Hoffman in this movie is that he it's male privilege. He's speaking from a place of privilege. Mm. Yes, that the point that you're making is that the the women maybe in this and not every woman. Of course, there's there's whatevers, but. That his place in this movie speaking that way and having that perspective where he's able to speak up because he hasn't been fired or called bossy or talked down to because he's got an opinion or because he's like, you know, instead of just being an assertive woman, he's now that bitch, right? Like all of those things are like, I think, the stereotypical kind of bullshit that happens to women that that would make them, you're absolutely right, probably not speak up in this role. But I think that's the exact problem with his. Yeah, thing, is that you're his, right. Uh, it's whether the, he's the using his privilege woman, for good or for selfish, right? And even if he's using it for good, his, is that acceptable? Like, should he just be checking his privilege at the door and be acting the same way? I don't know. Like, it's it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's, I it don't crosses know the weird lines. Him, I think I think him acting that way as Dorothy in the in the hospital show, right? When he's acting acting yeah do you know what i'm saying yes yes then he can come off however he wants to he can play dorothy however he wants to strong woman weak woman slutty woman whatever he wants to be right right? yeah he could do that where it becomes a problem is when dorothy outside of the show just as dorothy right it's like that whole thing you know how they say like um clark like superman really viewed like the human race as this weak bunch of assholes yep. because when he pretends to be them he's clark and clark's all clumsy and goofy and dumb weak. and fucking you know yeah weak and so the same thing with dorothy is where dorothy is like playing off on what she doesn't see women she's like you should be like this but has no understanding of the of the perspective like colin i think was like very wisely pointed out is that without that perspective that that those actions are meaningless right yeah well, think about it. Think about it um, from from these actresses' perspectives with that other shit that went down in the last five or ten years. Like, if they if they did said something, then then these men would ruin their careers. They would they would not get to be what they they wanted to be. They would destroy them. 
they would make sure they didn't get any work and if if they talk if they spoke about it or whatever they would just destroy them and they would and men could could didn't have to jump through these hoops to get to to do that job so like how, what I the, heard Tom how the fuck sucked a dick or two yeah <laughs> well maybe but how do you fight that how do you fight the whole fucking system you know what i mean it's like and it's all ran by the other gender and like oh, that's I mean, why the most situation. powerful woman the most powerful woman in this movie is um the executive producer of the hospital show yep she doesn't fucking put up with any shit from the men she's in the she's the highest ranked person on the show and yeah. she is very she's a very strong character Oh yeah, because the director's like, there's something wrong about her at the beginning, and she goes, "I like her," and then she just hits the button and goes, "We'll send the contracts over." She just makes that call. She oh, doesn't yeah. like go to Coleman. That's what I mean. So I that. feel like that's that's why I always felt like Dorothy got away with uh, what she got away with because that woman, everybody knew that that woman liked Dorothy and wanted Dorothy on the show because she knew what Dorothy represented. Yeah, and and it was Dorothy represented someone like her. We didn't put yeah. up with all these men's bullshit. Yeah, and Michael yeah, but it was still like Michael sorry. revealing himself would probably get that that lady fired. <laughs> They'd be like, "You brought her <laughs> in here? What the fuck?" Yeah, he destroyed her. <laughs> you never know. What do you What do you she thinking? Could say she was in on it. What are you thinking, Brent? Um, no, it doesn't hold up. But it 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 is a fun movie to watch. Like I didn't hate watching it. I didn't watch it a second time because it was a torture right it's mm. it the movie has a sense of charm to it there is like a likability to it you do aside from the fucking music and the montages which is <laughs> abysmal and made me yeah like, pull my so fucking, fucking bad yeah it's, it's really bad really bad especially that fucking finger sucking montage music <laughs> holy christ how did people ever listen to that shit there's a weird like nostalgic part of me that comes out when that plays that i just want to fucking kill yeah it's gross anyways the movie is not terrible um no we talked about all these problems it's enjoyable despite being like it can be a bad movie but still an enjoyable time right yeah i think it's not i don't think it's a bad movie necessarily i think it's what we all because it's but what we've all been saying at most of the stuff it's trying to do like yeah we all understand that he's supposed to be an asshole but it doesn't show us that yeah. Right? There's a lot well, of I things thought, that we have to understand about what's going on. Like I wouldn't have known but without being shown effectively. Yeah, I wouldn't have known about what they were intending unless Colin had t- told me at the start of the show that really they wanted him to totally. come off in that way. I was like, oh, I didn't get that at all. And well, if he, he's, we, like John said too, his search for a theme. Like there's what you should be left of, at the end of this movie with such a hollow answer for that. Yeah. Like th- what is the, the course theme of this here? movie we, though? Is it theme that you can do something? totally wrong and get ahead through through the course of us discussing it i think we've all established that he was a pretty big fucking prick yeah yeah but that's not a theme (laughs) no i'm not no but i'm just saying that you guys were saying he wasn't an asshole but i just in the opening no it wasn't established thing is that the whole setup for this and why he does that stuff and what what leads us in is supposed to be because he's an asshole we're not supposed to learn that later we're supposed to learn that before but he's an and asshole with his that agent. About him and then move forward. Yeah. He's an yeah, asshole But again, with his... that's just his agent. And this is something that you have a huge problem with in almost every other movie. Is if you're telling me that, if you put a line of dialogue in that tells me about it, 
and especially when you have the opportunity to show You've us just, what you have you in this just movie. had a montage where you could have shown us. No, but 100%. no, but we're talking about so the restaurant bad. scene. That's I'm talking a mistake. A, no, it one no one hundred percent. It's a mistake. That that stuff in the beginning was was not good at establishing who how he was as an actor. A pain in the ass. That that one hundred percent was all along. But the conversation with like you even said when he when he's dressed up as a woman and he meets his agent in that that restaurant, he's a total dick. He like him. He's, he's just so being playful. I know, but he embarrasses him yeah, in when, front of when people the that are important. When the other professionals come in and he continues doubles down, I'm like, that's yeah. that's not grabbing acceptable. his leg and stuff. That's yeah. crazy, dick move. Like, is, what I the don't fuck even was he doing? I don't think the agent is, is married, but imagine if he was. Like, that, that would just all look bad. <laughs> and the rumors in Hollywood, right, or in New York, and in, in that scene would just be flying. <laughs> Who's that? One? Oh, he was. I saw him with Dorothy. It's like must be a thing. I don't know. And then they're like, I see her on the soap opera. That's the guy that was with him at the restaurant. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you'd be like, oh, that's an actress. Oh, that's an agent. <laughs> no problem. Oh, I guess, yeah. In the 80s, for sure. No, we just established that it's been through time. <laughs> no, no, no. What? No, no, no. I can't remember where we're at with this now. Jesus Christ. You said it Maybe? didn't hold up in the beginning. Yeah. No, no, of course I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I, your your, your uh, detour, I got lost. Oh, on. yeah. Um, I've had many a detour. Oh, no, no, kid. But no I think kidding. I just you know I was what, involved though? in that one and I lost my faith. <laughs> also that the fact that this movie is kind of fucking weird today and does cross weird lines here and there and stuff. I feel like makes it worth watching just because uh, it is there is some fucked up controversial shit that goes on in this movie um, for even for today. Yeah, it's an interesting exploration, especially for the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it's could, not honestly, a bad. It's just not a bad movie. I, it's just not. It's just. It's. It's not aged well. I. I would have. It's not a. I would have so many no. other movies that I would recommend for someone to watch before I would recommend this. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Don't. I'm not trying to say so that like, this should be on the top of your list or anything. Yeah. But. Like and for me, you guys are saying you know maybe worth a watch at some point if it was on. Check it out. I, I say nah. You're not going to learn anything here. It's just it's just confusing and, and out of date right now. And like I guess yeah. Dustin Hoffman is acts well in this, especially scenes where he's on doing the theater stuff. Like he, you can tell, he, like you feel like he's a good actor. So like some of that stuff comes across good. But so yeah, it's more like structure, story, and motivations that that kill it. Themes, lack of themes for me, at least that I didn't pick up on. And I'm a fucking moron, so that just might be me. Uh, but oh well, so hard on I think we've given this one enough of our time for now. Unfortunately, Tootsie is zero for three. So, um, on to bigger and better things. We got some. What do we got coming up next, boys? Mohicans. Last of the Mohicans. Daniel Day Lewis. I think this is our first DDL movie. Maybe. Is that is the people call him DDL? What no, the, I just I just made it up. Now. Oh, okay. DDL. Like, everybody. like Jimmy Cameron. Spread that shit around. And, uh, <laughs> dangerous Dick Lewis, yeah. <laughs> Dick Donner, Dick Dangerous Dick, Dick Donner. Donner. <laughs> yeah, they're my boys. Fucking they're Jesus my boys. God. Okay, well, we got some fun stuff coming up. Last Mohicans. Let's see what that's like. Check it out before next week because it's always better to listen to our episodes after you've seen the movie. And uh, except for with Tootsie, because that'd suck either way. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, everybody. And uh, we had a good time. Hope you did too. And as always, enjoy your shit. Thank you.
Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.